Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Brother Boyd, as he was preaching this morning, he was kind of getting all over my notes a little bit. And uh, so, but I said, well, he's service may work out to where I don't have to. He may already go ahead and preach it all for me to begin with. He actually even read some of the scriptures in Hebrews chapter 11 all the way to two verses before I started reading. So I was just like, well, he's going to go ahead and read my text too. <laughs> but this morning I'm going to start reading in Hebrews chapter 12. It says, Where, chapter one, verse 1 says, Wherefore, see, we also are compassed about with a so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. You may be seated. Today I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes about laying aside every weight. God has each for each one of us a unique race to run. In order to run this race effectively, there's two things we must lay aside. First, we must lay aside sin in our life. We must have put sin away. But also we need to lay aside the weights which is in our life much is said about and preached about laying sin laying down sin in our life it's about re- repentance of sin but a lot of th- but today I'm going to talk about something about a little bit that's not talked about a lot is about laying down the weights in our life a weight is something which is not itself may not be itself sin but it, but it hinders the individual Christians from running the race that God has set before us. So today, as, as, we, as I talk to you, like I say, some sins are weights. But today, I'm going to talk about just an area that does not, maybe not be a sin, but it does hinder us. <clears throat> Suppose two men had decided to run a race. They were going to enter the 100-yard dash and to run the race. The first one goes out the night before he's begins to run the race. He has he parties, he goes out and drinking, smoking, having a good time, spends all night dancing in clubs, and then stays up all night and when he comes to the race to begin the race to the starting blocks, do you think he's gonna win the race? Obviously not, he's not gonna win the race because of the sin in his life. The second one person of these two goes home before the race gets a good night's sleep he does nothing that would hinder his effectiveness in running the race the next day he gets up after a good night's sleep and takes care of himself now it's time for the race but he lines up on the starting blocks buttons his large overcoat and laces up his red wing work boots he begins to run the race 
Will he win this race? Of course not. His problem, however, is not sin. He did not drink and live an immoral life the night before. He got good rest and he slept. But he also, but the thing about it is the weights in his life slowed his race down and slowed him down where he wouldn't win the race. One would fail in the race just as much because of the weights in their life than in the more than in the more immoral life. <clears throat> the sins and as far as purpose of God in his life, he he will be just as unable to accomplish and perform the will of God in his life because of the weights just as much as of the sin. There is a white race for us to ruin. Just to say just to lay aside the sin and keep the weights will deal, do and keep the weights in our life will do little help us to run the race. These ways weights must be laid aside. The church altar should be the place to lay down our sins, but it also should be the place that we go to lay down and forsake the weights in our in our life. We should cry out against sin, but we should also cry out against the weights that holds us back. The Christians should confess to sin, his sin, but he also should confess his weights. I'm going to talk about some weights, some different areas of weights in our life. The first part of our life is the unnecessary business that we have in our life. He that has no right to do, say, or do anything more or less than which God calls him. I believe that God has called us as men to support our families. But when we gather up enough stuff to the point that we have to take overtime, a second job just to pay for pay for the stuff we have in our life. That's a different story. When we take up any more or any less upon him than the duty of God requires, we are then out of God's service. Anything that consistently takes us away from God and his work is a weight and it must be laid aside. The thing is, is there's things that comes up in our life. There's things, there's duties we have in our life that we have to supply. And I think that's God's will. But when we take on things over and beyond, when we take on for just stuff in our life, the thing is, is we, over, we, we go out of God's will in our life. The second time, second, and some of these is going to oversee the other. Whatever draws unnecessary upon our time is a weight that we must lay aside. The weight of time management in our life. All of our time is God's time in the first place. God holds our time in his hand. Time is one of our greatest, or is our greatest asset. Whatever occupies a day, an hour, or even a moment of time that is not demanding to the duty of God is a weight that hinders the progress of a, the Christian, our Christian race. We can find ourselves at the point that we don't have time for God. We could get our lives so busy with things, so busy and entailed into things that we don't have time for God. Whenever we suffer our time 
to be occupied with anything other than God's business, we then take upon ourselves a weight that we must lay aside or we will never win the race. All our time, all our talents, and all our powers are his anyway. So we have to give everything to him. He holds the time of our life. He holds the amount of time we have in life. And so the thing is, is we take, for, we take it on ourselves a lot of times that we waste a lot of time. This, and the time that we wasted becomes weights that draws us down in our race, our Christian race. The third thing is whatever demands our attention. God demands that we give our whole attention to glorify him. To obey his commandments and to, to promote his interest. We have no right, therefore, to give any part of our attention to that which is not called of us. Anything, therefore, that is unnecessary take up, that takes up our attention of our minds. That is, everything that is part of God's business must be, that's not a part of God's business must be laid aside as weights. There is times that we allow things to take our attention. These times are such as, as, as relationships, situations that we get involved in. We allow some things to take our attention. We allow, we get ourselves involved in things that takes our attention away from God. We, we go to places and it takes our attention. We, and I've, I'm guilty of this myself as, as even in church services. We find ourselves battling to keep our attention on, on what's going on in church. It's so easy to get, so easy to get your attention on what you got to do tomorrow or what you're going to have to do later today. The thing is, I've sat in church service, and I'm, I'm being transparent, so I've sat in church services and thought about what I've got to do tomorrow to the point that I missed what God had for me that, at that moment. The thing is, I've been sitting in churches, and I mean, with technology today, we used to, we, we thought about what we had to do tomorrow. Now, with technology, it's so easy to get drawn into, I, I forgot to check my email this morning. Let me check my email real quick. And we can do that so much so easily. And so, I've, you know, I have not been guilty of this, but I know that it's so easy to get drawn into stuff like checking your email when, when you should be doing something with God. But the thing is, in our life, is we let things like this, we allow these things sometimes to take our attention away from God. There's also situations that takes our attention away that we, that's out of our control. We have physical, medical problems sometimes it comes into our life and it pulls our attention away from our ministry. It pulls our, ministry, our, our attention away from what God wants to do in our life. All we can see is the medical condition we're going through or maybe it's a financial condition we're going through. But it pulls our attention away from what God wants us to do. And then the whole time we have to battle for that attention. There's a physical needs that we each one of us may have and each one of us here probably has needs in our life. But when we hear, it's so easy for the, the, de the enemy to keep our attention on our need, on our situation. And forget that, that God has everything in control. It is so easy to get overwhelmed with life 
to the point that we forget that God is in control anyway. Whatever, the, the next point is, I bring out is whatever takes our affection is a weight. God demands that we have supreme affection should be placed on him. When we suffer our affection to any other object, we have to encumber ourselves with the weight that is, must be laid aside. It is not, if not careful, we can start to love and have affection for things of this life more than we have things of God. We may get a, we have things in our life that we love, such as boats, cars, homes, even hobbies in our life. Sometimes we love more than things of God. Because the thing is, when we put these boat or we put this car or these, our home, and all these things are things that we have. Some of these things are not sins. That's why I'm saying that these things are weights that's in our life that can draw our, us away from the will of God. When we start putting things in front of God, that's when we, our affection is for the thing we put before him. If we're going fishing instead of going and helping to a Bible study, or if we're going playing golf, Instead of witnessing on this, hit some things that I'm not. <laughs> I hit golf because I'm my friend Jerry. He's. <laughs> but the thing is, is there's things we put in front of God sometimes, and we we say, well, I go to church on Sunday morning. But there's times there's other things in ministries that we have times of ministry or time that God may be calling you to witness to people, and we put our our hobbies and some of our things. In front of God. Matthew 22 and 37 says, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. The thing is, we have to put God first in our life. And then everything else will fall behind it. We'll get that weight right and everything else will be okay. All unnecessary cares and burdens are to be considered as weights which must be laid aside. Today I'm going to tell a story of back when I was in high school. <clears throat> I was in lifted weights. I was on a weightlifting team. In the weightlifting competitions, I was a junior in high school, and the, the time I'm going to talk about is I was a junior in high school, and we, I was qualified to go to the state meet. And I headed to Arcadia, Florida, to the Arcadia High School. And on our way down there, the way the weight weightlifting high school weightlifting competitions work is it's the classes there, there's ten classes of weight classes of the 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 exhibitor the lifters body weight they break it up into ten classes the ten classes start like anybody under one nineteen is in the low class anybody from one twenty to one twenty nine is in the second class one See, 130 to 139 is the next class, and 140 to 154 is the next class. You see what I'm saying? There's, there's a weight limit class between each classes. So on our way down to Arcadia, the first thing we had to do when we got to Arcadia High School was we had to stop by on Friday afternoon and weigh in. And on our way into the high school, we, there was this gentleman, this guy. We didn't know what, who he was. He was on a track running. 
You couldn't tell how big a guy he was or if he was how old he was because he had on a big jacket. We're talking in the spring of the year where it's 90 degrees. A guy's running with a jacket on, a hoodie over his head, and he looked like he was a pretty good-sized guy. He had on jogger suit. I mean, he was – you couldn't tell – what you know? Who the guy was? How old he was? What you know? Anything about him? Because he was so covered up, so like he was in running in New York City in the middle of the winter time. He was so, and it was ninety degrees, and so we didn't figure out what was going on. So we went on in and started weighing in, getting our stuff signed up. And just a little while later, this guy comes in the gym, and as he comes in the gym, he starts gets ready to weigh in. He starts stripping down layer after layer. He takes off this used jacket. Then he takes off this jacket with a hoodie on. And underneath all that, he had it was stuffed with garbage bags from the top of his neck to his feet for insulation. We're talking 90-degree heat. When he got stripped down, he was, you, would, you can imagine, to a pair of shorts and a T-shirt, he was washed down in sweat just like you had hosed him down with water. We didn't know who the guy was, didn't know him, nothing about him. But he was <clears throat> to lift. He was, he was in the, he had weighed in. And what we come to find out, the, his story, is he was to lift in the 169 class. But he weighed 172. So he lost three pounds that afternoon in that suit, sweated it out to we say, well, well, that's just three pounds. What's the big deal with three pounds? The difference in his three pounds was when he went, he was going to have to lift in the 183 class. And if it, just because he was two pounds heavier, heavier, he lost two pounds and dropped back down into 169 class. In that 169 class, he won state and weightlifting. But he won the class, state all over the state of Florida. If he would have had a lift in the 183 class, he wouldn't have placed in it. He wouldn't even placed high enough to draw points because of the difference in the weight class, because the lifters in the other class. So that's the thing is, is it matters. Just some small pounds mattered a major amount in what he had to lift, where his class was at, to where he had to lift. I told that story just to, all that story just tell it don't matter how small the weight is. It makes a big, major difference in your life. Go back to the scripture I read in the beginning in Hebrews chapter 1, 12, chapter 1. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed with a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sins which e do e doeth easily beset us, and let us run, the run with patience the race that is set before us. If you're here today, with sin in your life or weights in your hold, that's holding you back from being what God wants you to be. As, as Brother Boyd said this morning in his message, it's all on you. You're the one that's going to have to make the decision. You're going to have to, the weights that's in your life, it may not be sin, but the weights that's in your life, you're the one going to have to make the decision to lay them down. <clears throat> Barring for another thing, Brother Boyd has said many times, I've heard him say it, he says, it's going to be bad if God stands us beside the man or woman that we could have been. 
We're going to have to measure up to what, if God stands us beside the person that has to measure me up, the measure that I have to measure me to the, the person that I could have been. How sad a day that's going to be if we've let weights in our life. It may not be sin, but just things in our life that's held us back and held us from being what we needed to be. Don't let the weights of this world keep you from being the person that God wants you to be. Today, is, as I'm closing, the altars are open. Don't leave, as we stand, don't leave this, this morning with sin or weights in your life today. Come this morning to this altar and lay them down. Why would you try to run the race with an overcoat and with boots? Or here some today may feel like you're carrying a lot bigger load than just coats and boots. There's been times in my life where I felt like I was carrying the whole world on my shoulders. Is there anybody here that I got today? Come this morning and let you lay them weights down. The thing is, is if you leave out these back doors today with, the same, with these weights of sin on your life, it's be the same thing as trying to run a race with all this extra weight. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.